0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. We all know the truth. More connects us than separates us. But in times of crisis, the wise build bridges, while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one single tribe.
1: On August 28, 2020, at the height of the worldwide lockdown over the COVID-19 pandemic, millions of social media users casually scrolling through Instagram just to pass the time, came across a black and white photograph of a smiling Chadwick Boseman. It's not uncommon for a star of Chadwick's caliber to have a team of people managing his online presence, doling out shots from old movies, promoting new projects, or just curating headshots to feed the insatiable hunger among fans for fresh content. This could have been just that. Just another photo in a sea of celebrity images and videos. But this was different. The caption read, It is with immeasurable grief that we confirm the passing of Chadwick Boseman. If the post hadn't been crafted with the trademark dignity and class that had become Boseman's trademark, you might be inclined to think it was some sort of sick prank. Here was a star at the absolute pinnacle of his fame who was suddenly gone. After a string of biopics that established his bona fides as an actor capable of filling the biggest shoes from Jackie Robinson to James Brown to Thurgood Marshall, Chadwick took on a role of T'Challa in Marvel's Black Panther. Thanks in no small part to Boseman's performance, the movie would go on to gross nearly 1.4 billion at the box office and remains the sixth highest grossing superhero film of all time, trailing only the four Avengers movies and Spider-Man No Way Home. But even such gaudy box office numbers pale in comparison to the film's cultural impact. And it was against this backdrop that the news of Chadwick's sudden death rippled throughout Hollywood and the world. But the real story of his passing at the age of 43 was that in actuality, it was anything but sudden. I'm Derek Kaufman. I'm Jason Beckerman. And this is Last Days, Chadwick Boseman. It
0: is rare to say the least for a celebrity with Chadwick's level of fame and visibility to suffer with an illness for an extended period of time without the media catching wind of it. In the Instagram post announcing his death, we learned that Chadwick had actually been diagnosed with stage three colon cancer back in 2016 and battled the illness for four years as it progressed to stage four and eventually took his life. Just for a little context about colorectal cancer, what Chadwick suffered from, it is the third most common cancer in the United States. In 2023, an estimated 153,000 adults were diagnosed with the condition, and it is estimated that over 52,000 people die from the disease this year alone, making it the second leading cause of cancer death in the country. When discovered early enough, it can often be cured, which is why the medical community encourages early detection through colonoscopies, etc., And overall, the death rate for the disease has really been in decline of about 2% each year since 2012. Still, the overall survival rate from diagnosis is around 63%, but that survival rate plummets to around 13% if the cancer has already spread by the time it is discovered. So it's important to give some context about what Chadwick's initial diagnosis in 2016 really meant. It was not necessarily a death sentence, stage 3 cancer, when it was discovered in, in Chadwick means the cancer has started to spread to the surrounding tissue and potentially the nearby lymph nodes, but hasn't fully taken hold of the rest of the body or another major organ. Still, it's obviously very serious at stage 3, but it it can be cured in certain situations if treated, and that's where we find Chadwick Boseman.
1: Yeah, so when he's initially diagnosed four years before he dies, it's quite possible that Chadwick believed he could actually win this fight against cancer. Again, it was stage 3, not stage 4 when he was initially diagnosed, and that can be treatable. But even putting aside his state of mind, what's abundantly clear is that he did want it to remain private and only told close family and friends about the diagnosis. But really, the big question is, how did he pull this off? This is a gigantic movie star um, entering his prime. He was. By by the time 2018 rolls around, he is Black Panther. He is a massive movie star in one of the biggest franchises going, um, and he is just omnipresent in movies. So there's a couple reasons how he pulled this off in the first place. First, the close circle that he told was very, very tight. It did not even include Black Panther director Ryan Coogler. It didn't include Spike Lee, who directed him into Five Bloods towards the end of his life. And they both said after his death that they were entirely unaware of his diagnosis when they worked with him. Chadwick would just show up on set, diligently work on the projects. The one giveaway is that he was nearly constantly with his wife, Taylor Simone Ledward, on set. She was just always present with him throughout his filming. But some actors behave this way. looking in hindsight at the
0: fact that he died shortly thereafter, and we now know that she was constantly present with him and also acting as a caretaker of sorts for him. We'll talk a little bit about that. but. At the time, you wouldn't have thought anything of it. You would have thought they just have a really loving relationship where they like to spend time together. And
1: as weird as that might be in Hollywood, not weird for him. That's right, and not entirely uncommon. Some people do bring their spouses to the set. So Ledward would reflect on her husband's battle during this time during an interview with Whoopi Goldberg on Good Morning America after his death. It has been the most challenging two years I've ever had in my life. So she's talking about the time period while he's fighting this disease and she was on set because she was unable to convey or get support from other people because Chadwick was insistent that he wanted this not to be a a, a public matter at all. So she would just be by his side and she had to deal with all those feelings just between her and Chadwick. The second uh, way that he sort of pulled off not having the public become aware of this is that by the time the disease really started to take a noticeable physical toll on Chadwick the world was on lockdown for the pandemic. As a general matter, a star of his magnitude usually isn't able, just isn't able to keep something like this private for too long. There's too many photos. They're too public. You start to notice physical differences. But during the pandemic, you just didn't see people out and about. Right. So no one was really thinking. We well, didn't see any Boseman
0: behavioral ch- changes for Chadwick Bozeman. He wasn't sort of going out to dinner right before, you know, he got sick and then all of a sudden stopped, things like that. We were the all whole world house.
1: was locked down. We were all in our house. Right. That's exactly right. According to Chadwick's wife, This is exactly timed with when the disease started progressing to the point that you would have noticed that he was starting to lose the fight and we were already on lockdown by that point. It was COVID when things were really starting to spiral. And that meant that everybody was in their house and there was no pressure for anybody to go outside. It seemed like, is this a crazy coincidence that we get to actually be inside, we get to be here with family, with you know, together. together. And everybody in the world is also experiencing this togetherness Mm -hmm. in the midst of this awful, scary, unpredictable time. We kept that circle real, our circle was basically a dot. So I want to emphasize that although some of these stories of people keeping things private, um, sometimes after the fact you can think, did they really fool people or are they just did they have a, a close circle of friends who were able to keep it quiet? There's some stories out there about how he actually was able to just keep that circle so tight. Chadwick hid his illness so well that some actors that he worked with would actually get the wrong impression about his wife's presence on set thinking that Chadwick was maybe a bit of a diva and liked to have an entourage around him. One of these instances is Clark Peters, who is an actor you may remember from The Wire. He was also in Defy Bloods, one of his last films, the Spike Lee movie. And he said he looked back on his time with Chadwick on set with, quote, a little bit of regret that I probably wasn't the most altruistic in that environment, thinking Bozeman might be, quote, a bit precious because he's surrounded by people fawning over him. I thought maybe the Black Panther thing went to his head. Peters regretted even having this feeling once he realized that Chadwick was actually ill and ailing on set and people tending to him, maybe giving him massages, giving him some treatments, wasn't because he was a diva, but because he was actually quite ill at that point. I think Clark Peters has been a little bit hard on
0: himself. Natural, you see a lot of people in Hollywood He didn't know Chadwick very well. You make the assumption that somebody being tended to by an entourage of people is doing so because they haven't let the fame go to their head. He had no reason to think that he was sick. I think Clark Peters is being a little tough on himself, but nevertheless, we understand the emotion. Yeah, and
1: it's just an indication of how well Chadwick really right. hid this from his co-stars. Despite the best efforts to
0: keep the illness hidden, some fans did notice his dramatic wage loss in mid-April 2020. He appeared on social media to launch Operation 42. This was an effort to get PPEs to hospitals that served African-American communities hard hit by the pandemic. The statistics um, for COVID-19 have shown that the African-American community has been hit the hardest. Latino community has been hit the hardest. He sported a beard in this ad. He was also noticeably thin and somewhat frail looking, which prompted a ton of speculation that he might be losing weight for a role. From there, photos of the star outside of his home in Los Feliz, uh, outside of Los Angeles, showed an increasingly thin and frail Bozeman. Although the rumors never really materialized into concrete stories, his tight circle of friends never betrayed him, which is really remarkable in this town. It just, things don't stay hidden to the point that you made at the top. Things just don't stay hidden for long, despite lots of people go through best efforts they often come out anyways. And the fact that his didn't really is a testament to the the close circle of friends that you mentioned that and, and family that were around him the whole Absolutely.
1: time. Absolutely, and I want to emphasize that the narrative around this picture only surfaced after his death. During the time that people saw him with the beard, looking very thin, because of Chadwick's reputation as a guy who stars in biopics, they thought actually yeah. the, the commentary was he must be doing a role. What, what role is he going to be in? Is he gonna play a sort of thin person? Is he gonna play an ill person in a movie, it was not, is Chadwick Boseman ill? Yeah. It was, uh, wow, This they were trying to sort of figure out what kind of movie he might be in, in next. It only came up after the fact. That and so the, the second question, obviously, you know, we know how effective he was at keeping it quiet, but the question would be, why
0: was he so insistent that it would? And there's a few reasons uh, that might explain that. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. It's clear from the people who did know about the illness that Chadwick was extremely private, unwilling to let the illness distract from his career and work, Bozeman's longtime friend and agent, Michael Green, said Chadwick was, quote, a very private person and did not want people to fuss over him. His uh, physical trainer, Addison Henderson, knew about the condition, but said Chadwick was unwilling to let the disease stop him from telling these amazing stories and showing his art in the prime of his life. So that's reason one. Reason two, it really is that he was a a deeply uh, religious man, a man of great conviction. He learned uh, he leaned on his relationship with God to get him through the tough times rather than seeking sympathy from other people. Bozeman's brother Derek is actually a pastor and was by his brother's side before he passed away. And Derek said that Chadwick would say hallelujah as he battled the horrific pains. Derek also revealed Chadwick's last words to him, looking his brother in the eye and saying, quote, Man, I'm in the fourth quarter and and I need you to get me out of the game. And Chadwick died the following day.
1: Yeah, so what's painted here when you, when you learn about his life after the fact is that he didn't want this to be a distraction from his art. That's a big theme that you hear. Remember, he played Black Panther, who is a superhero in a very physical presence. He didn't want people thinking about uh, what a triumph to, to play this role while you're sick. He wanted just the art to speak for itself. I, I,
0: I, you're getting a picture of a man of a deep and abiding faith, which is important, and a man who was private. And he didn't. He likely would have been quite uncomfortable with the world making a giant fuss over him. You know, you know how it is when somebody's sick. People that have been in your life, even at the sort of the fringes of your life, are all going to come out and wish you well. And there's going to be tons of news stories on TMZ and other similar uh, similar uh, programming. Talking, you know, co- wall-to-wall coverage about Chadwick Boseman's declining health, and clearly, this is a man who wanted nothing to do with that at all.
1: Yeah, and even if those are well wishes, and there's yes. the nastiness yes. of the inter- internet, it still can become omnipresent in your life in a way that you don't feel you have any other identity other than your illness. And it's clear Chadwick did not want that. So his career is entering his prime. I mean, there's no, yeah. there's no two ways about it. He sort of is in his early 40s, but he's really at the pinnacle of his career. Yeah, he started a little Panther, bit, a little bit late. He, he wasn't,
0: a, he wasn't a young star at 22 or 20. I remember the first time I remember him was in the Jackie Robinson biopic, and you know, then he goes to James Brown, and he mentioned Thurgood Marshall. And then he gets to T'Challa, and the world is now, he is suddenly an A++++ actor in the biggest movie franchise in the history of the world, yeah. and one of the most famous people in the world, and it happened relatively quickly. I mean, his career was long, but it happened relatively quickly. It
1: really did. If you look at his IMDb, you can see that he toiled as a working actor for many years in the early 2000s. He was on an episode here and there of shows like Cold Case, CSI, New York, Lie to Me, and ER. But but never a leading role. He gets this big break in 2013 when he's cast to play Jackie Robinson. And and the video of him uh, thin with the beard is for Operation 42, which is a reference to Jackie Robinson. He really became identified with that role quite early on. Um, And it's, you know, look, I've seen that movie. You're a big fan of the Dodgers. It's a fairly paint-by-numbers biopic. It doesn't have a sort of long history as a great movie. But what is true is that his performance in that film is incredible. And it caught a lot of people's attention. I mean, people talked about the movie very little because it wasn't very memorable but they did
0: talk about his performance for sure.
1: Absolutely. And so beyond physically looking the part and pulling off the athleticism in a convincing way which is no easy feat. We've seen a lot of sports movies where that comes up short. His performance just really stands out. He's clearly better than the material. He's playing the role with that sort of quiet dignity that was Jackie Robinson's hallmark, but still managing to show those flashes of charisma and star quality uh, that make a a good performance. The movie ends up grossing $97 million on a $40 million budget, which is a a big success. That's a successful movie. Not MCU numbers, but solid enough to say... For a biopic? A mid-budget biopic? That's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, you're closing in $100 million. He's a bankable movie star at that point. He goes on to become the sort of go-to biopic actor. He makes Get On Up about James Brown and. 2014 and Marshall about Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall in 2017 I remember very well in our newsroom it became sort of a joke to say like when's Chadwick Bozeman going to play this guy yeah. when we would pitch someone in the room he was just that presence he was such a good actor we did it all in good nature we weren't making fun of him we were just saying this is the guy who's cast in everything yeah um, in 2016 he also films a part for MCU's Captain America Civil War it's the same year as his cancer diagnosis but the part just catapults him into the role of his lifetime to try T'Challa, the Black Panther. He goes on to star as T'Challa in three Marvel movies, 2018's Black Panther, 2018's Avengers Infinity War, and 2019's Avengers Endgame. All of these, you'll note, are after his cancer diagnosis in 2016, so he films all of his roles as the Black Panther while fighting stage three cancer. It's absolutely incredible. The movies have brought in a combined $6.25 billion worldwide. But even apart from the commercial success of these films, the the movie is just a a cultural phenomenon. Black Panther, yeah. Black Panther. It breaks ground as the first full-fledged black superhero. And Chadwick knew just how important the movie was to black culture.
0: We knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world, that we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing. Bozeman's death in 2020 wasn't the end of his acting career because he was able to successfully keep the illness hidden from those outside of his circle. The actor was able to work on projects that would not come out until after his death. Most notably, he appeared alongside Viola Davis in the critically acclaimed Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and even got a posthumous win of a Golden Globe for his performance that year. It was accepted on behalf of him by his wife with a tearful and moving speech.
1: He would say something beautiful. Something inspiring, something that would amplify that little voice inside of all of us that tells you you can, that tells you to keep going, that calls you back to what you are meant to be doing at this moment in history. Yeah, you know, Jason, as an aside, I've seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and it's noticeable at this point that he's very, very thin. This is a movie that is largely structured around Viola Davis, who's the star of the movie, and she's a sort of big, boisterous, uh, loud voice um, sort of singer. And he is purposefully thin in the movie because he's a background instrumentalist. So. Watching it, if you didn't know that Chadwick was suffering... Which we didn't, Which we didn't, although at the time you see the movie, he has already passed. But if if he hadn't passed, it would have fit perfectly with the role. This is not uh, a sort of leading man type role. He was supposed to be like a background musician for this big superstar. So he's not the... It wouldn't have been anything to of note uh, unless you know that he was sick at that time.
0: But in hindsight, looking back, knowing what we know, and obviously it, to your point, he had passed once. Once the movie came out, it's quite evident uh, what he's going through at this time. It's quite evident that he's that he's frail, and it's quite evident that he's struggling. Um, and given where he was in the throes of his disease at that point, it's it's obvious why.
1: Yeah, but I, I do want to emphasize it's not a muted performance in any respect. He wins that Golden Globe, and it is a very, very powerful. He has a few speeches in the movie and everything. He doesn't look like a man who is suffering. It really doesn't, and to his credit, he was able to turn in just absolutely incredible performances uh, for Spike Lee and in in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh, without anyone really realizing that he was sick. And you can see that he was able to pull that off in the performance itself.
0: That really did start a string of posthumous honors bestowed upon Bozeman. He was a proud graduate of Howard University, something he talked about often, which named the College of Fine Arts after him in the wake of his passing. There's also a scholarship at Howard, which recently graduated its first Bozeman Scholar in 2022.
1: Yeah, you know what's remarkable is that he really just didn't slow down down until the very end, so you see all of these things happen afterwards. I think some of his best performances outside of the Black Panther were really movies that came out posthumously, and they're not good just because uh, they were in the wake of his passing. They're really good films. Well, he was—you can
0: see somebody who is now at the pinnacle of his career and can pick and choose whatever roles he wanted. Yes, and he didn't want to—he didn't want to take the fluff anymore. He's now rich and obscenely famous, and also knew that he was very sick and wanted to take things that were more meaningful, and so he started doing
1: that. Yeah, I mean, you think about those last two films, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He also turns in this incredible performance in Spike Lee's Vietnam drama, Defy Bloods, which came out in 2020 and is actually the film that led to his interaction with Clark Peters that we referenced earlier. Uh, given the timing of the film's release, it's not clear that he was really in the throes of the disease progressing in his body and doing everything in his power to just soldier on and leave behind a lasting imprint on movies. The role of T'Challa, as you said, afforded him huge opportunities. It opens every door in Hollywood. You can really green light projects when you're as bankable a star and how he used that and what doors he wanted to walk through are really telling about how he saw himself as an artist.
0: Yeah, let's talk a little bit, Derek, about the counterfactual. What happens, you know, if if uh, Chadwick Boseman does not get sick? What happens to his career if he uh, stays alive and is healthy? Uh, it's it's hard to imagine how big he could have gotten. The first thing, of course, is that he would have been the star of the second Black Panther, the second thal- installment of the Black Panther movies. It, you it, and
1: I both saw that movie. You can see that the movie they wanted to make is not the movie that they got to make ultimately.
0: I, I I've been criticized a little bit about this in my family and that I've said it on the show before, I just don't think that movie it has nearly the impact uh, of the first one. Now, it's hard to make sequels, and so yep. it may not have been uh, just because he wasn't there, but you really are looking for that continuity from sequels, and, and we had... F- fallen in love with this Black Panther actor and the character itself and that that changed dramatically for for number two you he know that's a
1: huge shadow over that movie there's no denying it Letitia Wright did a did, was game and, and yeah. tried her best but she wasn't tasked to play the Black Panther in in the initial sort of inception of that movie the other
0: thing that he could have done every one of these movies is now being spun off into uh streaming uh television shows I have little doubt that they would have tried to capitalize on the incredible IP that they had in the Black Panther franchise, and Chadwick would have been at the center of that.
1: Yeah, and I don't think he was necessarily above being uh, an MCU superhero. He knew how important the role of Black Panther was. He would have continued doing it. And as a matter of fact, one of the last things on his IMDb is is a project that he did for Disney+, Plus, some voice work as T'Challa. So it wasn't as if he was sort of... Um, sort of above it and and unwilling to play that part. But it was clear to me that he wanted to move his career towards dramatic prestige roles. But I I could
0: absolutely see a situation where he would have continued to be in the superhero universe From time to time in order to, you know, obviously make a ton of money, but also further that character that meant so much to him. But at the same time, be able to take on really important roles. Yeah, he
1: really loved those challenging roles. Um, I I see him. I saw him as the heir apparent to sort of a Denzel Washington, someone who could do the action movies and do them exceptionally well. A movie like Training Day is incredible. And it's largely an action movie, but then also do something by like August Wilson and like fences and just ride that dual track. To absolute greatness. I mean, we, we I, I think Chadwick had a lot left to give. He was in his early 40s, and he was really just hitting his stride as an actor. Letitia Wright, who was Chadwick's co-star in the original Black Panther movie, and really the heir apparent to the Black Panther in the sequel, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, spoke about Chadwick's passing in a very, very moving way, and it seems only fitting to give her the last word.
0: In those moments, I admired his journey even more because he dealt with something that we didn't know about until he passed away you know trying to you know contain it but i never got to say goodbye to my brother so just going through that that situation it was another it was another opportunity for leadership and strength to come out and just for him to be such a leader at a time when you know he was facing so much